0: Welcome to Layer 8 Podcast, hosted by Greg Sasso and Victor Coronazario, where technology and business strategies converge to support the most important layer, the IT
1: users. Hey everybody, this is our first show. Are you excited, Greg? Oh, very much. I'm, I've been looking forward to this for a while now. Uh, so uh, what are we going to talk about today? What, what the show
0: is about? Uh, oh, we're... what's our topic today? Today is Houston, we have a Layer 8 problem.
1: Ah, Houston, we have a layer eight problem. Uh, a, a lot of times, techies see the layer eight as a problem, but it's really not, is it?
0: Um, No, not
1: really. I mean, we had this conversation
0: when we actually started this, the name Victor came up with, and at first I was a little apprehensive, but after he explained that, I kind of liked it. So,
1: Well, we can get uh, into that a little bit later. Let, let's let our audience know um, who we are. So why should I trust anything that you say, Greg? <laughs> That's a good question.
0: Um, uh, Getting to our backgrounds, I started in IT probably 19 years ago, working in various positions, anywhere from doing some programming to doing some infrastructure. Met Victor at, what, two or three jobs ago. Um, He actually came on, I was there first, but he actually came on board as the senior in the group. We worked together there in a software development company for about three, three and a half years, I think it was. Yeah, it was about that. Um, The company was then sold um, to a bigger company. They did some
1: layoffs. Um, And I was first. (laughs) How did I get laid off, Greg? Remember why? Yeah, yeah, I remember the, the
0: reason they laid Victor off was because he was the exchange guy and he knew more about exchange than anybody. Which I thought was funny because I'd never thought I'd get, someone would get laid off for knowing more. So because right. we were we, they were changing to Lotus or something. Yeah, like that. they were moving to the Lotus database and they didn't need that. So, but after that, I, I actually the CFO of that company introduced me to the CEO of the company I went to next and started there uh, working with a woman. Started in December. She left in April or I think March maybe. Right. Uh, remember, Victor and I still were in touch. I called him up and I said, "Hey, I got a position. I want to bring you on board." And we started there. That was back in 2002. You know, at that point, it was a size. Uh, it was a CPA firm, about 80 people. And Victor and I were the only two IT people there. You know, putting out fires and everything. Company was on a growth spurt, so we started doing that. Got, um, did some hires. You know, 10 years later, you know, we were at yeah. what 250 people, and that company was sold
1: also. Right. So <laughs> that course. left us. That left us both open to new opportunities. <laughs> and so here we are now. Right. So that, that's our trend. Uh, we we make companies grow, then they sell them, then they get rid of them. <laughs> us. They get rid of us. But anyhow, anyway, <laughs> going back to your background, Victor. Well, my background, I started, I started IT in the Air Force. actually I took classes in the Air Force for <laughs> my particular job, which was IT. And I was in charge of a network of about 2,000 people, 15, 16 buildings at um, Air Force Base in Maryland. And when I got out, I had a top secret clearance. So, you know, when you got out with a top secret clearance back then in '98, you You're could gold. you 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 didn't even have to know what a BIOS was, <laughs> and uh, you would get hired for that TS. But I knew what I was doing. So my first hire was actually my first interview with a a, a supervisor that Greg and I both shared. His name is Greg, <laughs> which is hilarious because there's like four Gregs in my life now that have been you know my supervisors. I actually asked Greg the other day, Greg, (laughs) that uh, I I was wondering if God's name was Greg. (laughs) Yes, yes it is. (laughs) Because it seems to me that every time I go to a company, some Greg, I have to report some Greg. But anyway, um, I I worked at a government contractor with uh, that Greg, Greg J. And then um, I moved on to uh, work uh, for another government contractor because I was siloed there. I knew exchange very well. And they just had me doing exchange stuff, but I wanted to be more of a generalist. So I moved to that company, but then once Greg, I'm sorry, uh, once Greg moved to another job, Greg Jay, not this Greg, Greg Sasso, he hired me to work at his company, and this is where I met Greg Sasso. After the layoffs, uh, I worked for a government contractor for about eight months because Greg found a job at a CPA firm and told me he wanted me to go with him and and help him grow the department and also sell managed services, which this is where we learned a lot, Greg, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I forgot to mention
0: that earlier. That's, That's good. Thank you, Victor. It was when I brought Victor on board, which was a funny story too. I hired him on his start date was, let's say, April 21st, but I had just sold a managed services contract. So he was actually working with me two weeks before he was actually supposed to start. So...
1: Yeah, that's uh, it might be illegal in some states, you know, a little slave labor, you know, well, no pay. Well, he, he didn't get
0: paid anything, but he knew that that was what we were trying to get done, so it was right. it was a good thing.
1: Yeah, so in, in, I, I think the bulk of our management experience was there, wouldn't you say, Greg? I, I, honestly, I'd say it might be split, because we did learn a lot from dealing with the different
0: customers and that, but, you know... From the internal stuff too, that's where we got a lot of experience. So I would say maybe it split both. I mean, could well, be at, at, at least, least in that side.
1: time period, though. I mean, for both. I mean, oh yeah, definitely, definitely.
0: Because that, that division was growing, and we were starting to learn more about it. So
1: right, and we were getting no help uh, uh, except, of course, we were getting help. That that's not true. I mean, we're getting the infrastructure right. Uh, we use their accounting department, their HR department, and all that stuff. But in terms of the service line, the, the business, you know, strategizing and, and designing it and putting it out there, billing. All that stuff that had to do with the IT managed services, we pretty much did on our own. But- and that was
0: through a lot of research, you know, and, and trying to understand you know, what's out there and what's to be offered. And it was, it was really difficult at first because we were trying to deal with the, the parent company was growing so rapidly. And we were trying to keep up and grow
1: business. Right. So it was a great experience. Uh, one thing I, I have to I, I appreciate and I also need to, we, we also need to thank executive management in that company for is that they did give give us that freedom. I mean, we, we had other issues with them, but you're always going to have an issue with your bosses, right? But in terms of giving us that it was, freedom. Yeah, it was, a, it was a great experience.
0: It was basically carte blanche of guys go do this and, you know, that we did it. And we were, I remember when we ended up, you know, getting rid of those clients due to the sale of the parent company. We weren't making a ton, but we did pretty well, and it was, it was, a, it was a good experience, and you know, I'm glad we did it.
1: Yeah. I we, we mean, we probably would have made a lot more if we went uh, by ourselves after a while, after we knew, but you know, we had that comfort, and, 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 they, and they did back us up in whatever we wanted, I think.
0: Yeah, and the comfort but, of that paycheck coming in, you know, that solid paycheck was always a nice thing.
1: Which might be a topic for another show. That <laughs> yeah, <it> might be. <laughs> but anyway, when everybody's telling you to go on, on your own, you, know, you have to believe in yourself too to do that. But anyway, let's turn it back around. So uh, why would you say, I mean, I, I, I know it too, but I'm kind of like interviewing you in a way, Greg. Uh, why, why why would you say we started this podcast? I think it was, you know, Victor and I have been, we've known each other now for
0: a since 15, 15 plus years.
1: Yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah.
0: And, you know, through the course of everything, you know, even when we weren't working together, we still kept in touch and. Just our experiences, you know, we can get together and we would just talk for hours about, you know, what was going on, different topics, different issues we were dealing with and, you know, when I work with him I always like to be able to bounce ideas off of him because, you know, I trust his opinion and I always said that we always had the same goals of, you know, we want to accomplish this and we have different ways of going about it and it was fun because we challenged each other of, you know, why do you want to do it that way? That's wrong and, and but I know that his intentions were to get it done, so that's why it was a good a good teaming environment. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said the, it just all the things we experienced, everything from, you know, the technical stuff at first, which was, you know, we were both technicians, but as we moved up, just the dealing with management, vendors, all this stuff that we have accomplished in that 15, you know, well now 20 years of our careers, um, it's, you, d- you don't realize how much you've learned until you actually sit down and start talking about it, and especially to someone that's more junior, and they haven't experienced that. So we wanted to start sharing that knowledge of, you know, some things that we could help you know, instilling people or experiences, and hopefully save people the headache. Or you know, again, coming to be from a technician to a manager, it's a difficult thing. Those are two different skill sets, and it was kind of a hard, hard road to go on and not have that experience. But we learned a lot,
1: right? And we want other people to benefit from it because coming from the technical side, <clears throat> especially us geeks, <laughs> right? You 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 tend to focus just on the technology and forget about. You know, forget about what you're doing, who are you doing it for your audience. Right. And and, and the manager, we think, and th- these are the people that we want to speak to because they actually straddle bo- both sides. Right. Yeah. What what uh, executive management wants and what their technicians need to do their job. Um, so we want to focus on, on on people that are not, not not focused on just those people. We want to speak to everybody. But we thought, OK, what are the challenges that we encounter once uh, we were expected to manage this IT department, this monster,
0: and it's, and it's understanding that that middleman position because you have you need your technicians, you need those technical people there to fix the tough problems, but you also need you know management to tell you again why are we doing this and that you're that person liaison between the two. You're taking the technical requirements and translating the business, and taking the business requirements and translating them to the technology.
1: Now, mind you, we are we're IT folks, so we we initially came from the side of man these people don't understand us they're asking for all this stuff but they don't they don't know the work that it takes to do that but then we we, we turned it on ourselves and said well we got to speak their language exactly, exactly. we got to tell them what what they're expecting to hear not necessarily what they're expecting you don't want to you don't want to be a yes man but you you want to speak to okay, um, this department needs to put out this much product. What can you guys do to support them? And and So you have to speak that language to them and then turn it around to your techs and make sure that they're aware of the mission of the organization and uh, they're going to mind the tedious everyday tasks, but at least they'll know what they're doing it for. So we want to speak to both sides and uh, protect the technicians as well because a lot of times technicians get taken for granted people think that uh, you know IT is just that that magic box that magic button that you yeah. just hit hit and fix it a lot of times you have to troubleshoot uh, software changes all the time and, you know a lot of times you have to research people people think that we know everything even if you let, let's say that you had a huge brain right and you can retain all the information about IT management today tomorrow it changes you still have to learn it yeah and we want to make management understand that as well but also
0: fulfill the need of the business obviously that's the primary goal is we want to fulfill that need mm-hmm. and that's again why we're here now and that's why we're talking to you guys and that's what we want to instill you know we want to we want to pass on that experience and you know some of it's going to be really funny we have funny stories to tell i mean anyone that's been in the business this long does and you have some things that are just you know you want to bang your head against the wall and that's why I've, I've really appreciated the fact that I've had Victor working with me for most of that, my career, that I have someone I can go and say, what am I doing wrong? or these people aren't understanding? You can kind of take that step back. And, Mm -hmm. you know, unfortunately in smaller businesses, especially, uh, you know, the technicians that's now acting in that position where they might be technical, they might be more management don't have that. And that's what we want to help is hopefully they can get something out of these broadcasts
1: that we're going to be doing. Now, Greg, we went all into this. We have to explain to people why layer eight. <laughs> now, I explained it to you, so I'm hoping I explained it correctly. So, can you tell me? Uh, uh, yes,
0: <laughs> yes. <guess>. Um, the <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, initially, we, we basically came up with a list of names that we liked. And, you know, there was everything we had names with tech, the word tech in it. We didn't want it to just people think, oh, that's a technical pro- podcast. We don't want it. We don't need to listen to that because it's really not. It's really something that you know, small to mid-sized business owners can listen to. And they'll understand it too. They'll understand how do you talk to your technicians or if you don't have one, how to look for one. But anyhow, um, some of the names we came up with, like I said, we ended up with, I think, two that we were trying to decide between. The one I liked because I came up with it was, I think we called it the IT breakdown. The IT breakdown. (laughs) (laughs) The one Victor came back with was layer eight. He obviously won that one. Hmm. Um, But I liked it because we always say um, when you talk about technology for the techs out there, you have the OSI model. There's seven layers to it, you know, starting from the, you know, infrastructure, it gets up into applications and so forth. I'm not going to name them all. Because I no, don't. no, I can name them. I know Victor <laughs> can name them, but, and we always said, you know, how a there's an ongoing joke about layer eight. It's a layer eight problem. Layer eight is the user. And we would joke that, you know, someone would come back and like, hey guys, we got a layer eight issue here. And people would kind of look, but we weren't insulting them, but everyone would laugh because they knew the technicians knew what it was. But we kind of turned it around on this saying that, listen, it's not. Layer 8 not a problem. It's basically why we're here. We're here to help Layer 8. And that's at the top of the food. That, that's at the top because it's a Layer 8. It's a user issue. Without them, we're not here. We're not technicians. We're not managers. We don't have a job.
1: Right. The other layers don't matter if we don't have a Layer 8. Exactly. Layer 8 signs the check too. Yeah. <laughs> right? So we want to turn that around and kind of like let, let the other people in on the joke right but exactly. at the same time let the technicians know hey it's really not that funny when you when you think about mm-hmm. it these are the people that you're here for and uh we need to work to make that layer 8 the most important layer for the technician and on the other side right on the other side the the, the layer 8 folks the people that are in that layer let them know hey, these seven layers is what make layer 8 a good experience, a yeah. good IT experience that you don't have to think about technology and all that stuff. Exactly. But it's a lot of work. Exactly. And sometimes you don't see them. You don't see those layers. Well, you might see the seventh one, but the rest of them, as a user, you don't. Yeah. You know, The seventh one is the one that you interface with, right? Yeah, the application layer. But other than that, you, you won't know. So we want to make them aware of that. So layer eight, the most important layer. That's why we... Uh, well, I came up with that name, but I think it was with the help of conversations with Greg and you know it took a little convincing but it was
0: it was a hard sell at first i was like ah, right. you got to explain it but i i like the explanation
1: of that so right. I, I was really good with that so that that's how we came up with our name right so hopefully in our in, in, in the next shows that you're going to subscribe to right uh we're going to talk about all issues that have to do with serving that layer and we hope you enjoy it
0: yes thank you very much for listening